0: Talk about the D-coms. Let's talk. About the D. Let's talk. About the D-coms. We're about the D. Hi, and welcome to Talking About the D, the DCOM podcast, where we watch all DCOMs and see what they're about, or in my case, watch it for the first time and see if they're any good. I'm Emily Keane, and as always I have my co-host Lizzie Gurman here. Hi, Lizzie.
1: Hey Emily, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. It's just us.
0: It's just us this week. No no special guests. we couldn't couldn't wrangle anyone up this time, so. We couldn't
1: afford it.
0: no, it's true. We have no money we so. pay
1: well, we pay you know so much that we're, our budget's just <laughs> running dry. it's March, and we're already kind of yeah, running dry for the year. we're
0: just extremely greedy we we preferred to keep the money for ourselves,
1: so uh-huh, yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah, so it's just us, but that's nice, you know, once in a while, just a break yeah. from yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll try not to go off on too many tangents. We'll do our but, best. <laughs> uh, I guess before we get started, we have a little uh, news, news flash, a little update for the podcast. Um, we are on the recent Clubhouse episode, I believe it is, of Correct. the podcast uh, decom Disaster for their yeah. decom much Madness bracket. So,
1: yes, go it was and, uh, very fun to guest with them they're a nice group of guys and um they are even i would say even more committed to this cause than we are
0: (laughs) so (laughs) i i would agree with that they're they're watching one a week that is that is a lot
1: (laughs) yes and they are watching them in chronological orders and whereas we pick like ones that we think will be fun they are yeah putting themselves through the Chinese water torture of watching (laughs) the indiscriminate of quality they're watching one a week Uh, yeah
0: we're we're much more about having fun on this
1: this podcast than uh, than just destroying ourselves yes
0: Yes. (laughs) to watch all of them in order that's yeah but without
1: Without that kind of attitude, we wouldn't have podcasts like The Worst Idea Ever, which are those two guys from New Zealand who watch, like, Sex in the City once a week <laughs> for... Didn't they do, like... Oh, no, they watch it every day, I think. I think they watch it every yeah. day, but I
0: can't remember now. But didn't they do that yeah. terrible, like, Adam Sandler movie?
1: Yes. That was, that was like, season three. They did Grown Ups. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is definitely worth Ooh. listening to. It's a lot of fun, but I w can't imagine. I, I tried what that to is do like. something
0: like that at the start of quarantine, although it wasn't a movie that was bad, but I tried to watch the Hundred and One Dalmatians, that the original animated one, and I was like, I'm gonna watch it every day at quarantine. I lasted nine days. <laughs> <laughs> <That's so
1: funny. laughs> nine days is really is quite impressive. Um okay. <laughs> that's really funny the people are running these like t- t- tests they're their own lab rats um yep. yeah yeah
0: um. <laughs> so yeah go go check that out go check out their podcast uh yeah they're a fun group of guys and yeah they make some funny stuff so yeah that was that was a lot of fun yeah but this week we're doing a well this one's a tricky one it's not technically a d-com but it kind of is it sure it's Um, right in the
1: middle it's our very first of the um made for tv movies uh yeah
0: so we are doing wish upon a star from 1996 i believe
1: Uh, oh my god is it 96 yeah I didn't I forgot to look that up okay that explains a lot about the fashion yeah
0: it is it is 1996 they clearly saw Clueless a year earlier and were like (laughs) we should do that but Freaky Friday
1: and this is what we have Yeah. (laughs) yeah really well spotted that's correct it the film aired on ABC didn't it Am I, I think of... so. I couldn't actually find
0: anything that specified what network it aired on, but Oh my god, you're right. It doesn't
1: say. It's But it original... must have
0: been ABC because yeah. it says that it then played on Disney Channel and it sounds like that's where it got really popular. Like Absolutely. it did really well on Disney Channel.
1: Yes. Yeah, it it drew that's when I saw it, but this was part of I am fairly certain this is one of the many made for TV movies that was actually that was uh, premiered on ABC. Um and was made for ABC, which at, by that time Disney and ABC were already affiliated with each other. Yeah. Um and um and then had another life on Disney, which is where people like me, people about my age saw it because we might not have seen it on in the original run but we were old enough to appreciate as a four-year-old like this holds nothing for you <laughs> but as an eight-year-old it holds a lot more appeal right so, yeah so this
0: was probably like a a precursor to the decoms then
1: that's what i think i mean i think the first decom is 98 so this right. is like this was like the almost like a pilot program for decoms like Is there a market for this? And the answer is yes. (laughs) Yeah, the answer (laughs) is
0: absolutely. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. And Catherine Heigl is in this, but this is like maybe her first role. Possibly, I think
0: she was eighteen when she did this. Actually, I suspect she'd already been working. Oh, Um, yeah. I think she was like a proper child actress.
1: Um. Yes. Wow. She. She. Her first thing was in '92. So I. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 You are. You are right. And I. (laughs) <laughs> King of the Hill? Okay, not the King of the Hill that we know. Some other King oh. of the Hill. Oh. Sorry, just... <laughs> not, yes. Yeah, uh, so... Yeah. So for those that haven't seen it, the, the
0: basic premise is Catherine Heigl and her younger sister, who is played by Danielle Harris, mm-hmm. pretty much body swap. And Catherine Heigl is like the sort of... I don't know how you would describe it, like the popular girl... Yeah, like the, the most the popular jock boyfriend. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the most popular, but isn't very yeah. good at school. Right, and then the youngest sister. So Gavin Heigl's character is Alex or Alexia. Yep. Um, and then Danielle Harris, her younger sister is Haley. Uh, and Haley is like the nerdy, nerdy girl, really good at. Schoolwork and all that kind of stuff. Um, Mm. But she's obsessed with Alex's boyfriend. Um, Yep. Yeah, so so they swap bodies after she wishes upon a star. Yep. Yep. And yeah, and then hijinks ensue, basically.
1: (laughs) Indeed, Um, (laughs) indeed.
0: Yeah, I think for me, what really hit me about this movie was just how incredibly 90s it was. Mm
1: -hmm. Like,
0: in every... Well, I guess just like the fashions, the music, yeah, even like the the food they were eating felt very <laughs> '90s.
1: Yeah, yeah. The whole thing was a cult is a cultural artifact. Let's talk about the food. Like, let's just. I know we should probably talk about the movie, but there are many <laughs> scenes where people are eating because there's a breakfast. There's the, a breakfast table scene for all three days, and then there's a lunch scene and a couple of dinners as well. And a couple of dinners, <laughs> you're right. And then a lot of and food then in this like movie. snacks as well. Uh-huh. And, um, uh huh. And there's like I rem I think the one that stood out to me the most is that they're drinking juice, which is like nobody drinks juice anymore. But, like, but
0: also there was one scene where the mom is like. Would you like some juice? And she's like, "Yeah." And she pours what I'm guessing was cranberry juice. It did look like cranberry juice, yeah. Or, or like that kind of like fruit punch stuff, maybe. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so I'm like, "That's not juice.
1: That's just sugar water." Right, like, yeah. right. Which, but at the time in the <laughs> oh, '90s, yeah. we were like, "It's got vitamins in it." '90s was peak fat-free era, so yeah. sugar yeah. didn't matter. It was fat. Like, well said. That's right. And yeah. And the, the she's she's making the I think the last thing we see is, uh oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to get it. Alex as Haley, Alex and Haley's mm-hmm. body is making them a protein shake. And it's just like this. It's a, in a blender and it's just totally green. And she's cutting up like a, a banana. Yeah. And that was pretty. That was pretty funny. Because uh, I think a protein shake would have been very novel. Um,
0: probably. That, that would have been a... I bet smoothies were like a brand new thing in yeah. the 90s. Like- <laughs> yeah. Like
1: to have a blender, like to have a blender like that in your house was probably pretty well, a I think, status I feel symbol. like people
0: had blenders, but I don't feel like they really knew how to use them for a long time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. To like to use it to make something you would drink, like take with you Yeah, Yeah.
0: Um, um, I know that, like, the, the the Alex character, in and out of Haley's body,
1: clearly has an eating disorder. It's I know. What, <laughs> and, all what of her friends, and all of her friends. Oh, so that's the thing I was going to touch on. Her friends, we see them mostly at lunch. And the things we see them eating are, I'm going to list what I noticed. Oh, Pieces. I didn't even
0: see, so please tell me. What, okay. it, what were they
1: eating? They're all eating the same thing pieces of raw celery (laughs) i can't get through it so one girl the blonde girl has in one hand a piece of raw celery and then the other hand a rice cake and then the girl sitting next to her is just drinking a diet soda and then the other girl is drink is eating just a piece of celery (laughs) wow and then they all eat tic tacs (laughs) It's just like Oh, my God. It's actually really sad. Actually, a lot of the things they touch on in this movie as jokes are things that in the next 20 to 30 years became, like, actual problems. Yeah. Like, disordered eating, um, body image issues, um, misogyny, like, general misogyny misogyny uh, violence against women all of those are like funny in this movie <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, i got about halfway through and i was like i'm kind of embarrassed that i suggested this movie to keen because it's <laughs> so dated and i was like i wrote a note i was like the women are just treated like this is so anti-woman in some ways it's like look i've of, seen enough movies from the 90s to be
0: familiar with those issues it's pretty yeah. rare that you find a movie from the 90s that isn't extremely problematic now and yeah. like honestly the closest is actually Clueless which still holds up but but also still has some issues um, hmm. Yeah, and it probably only holds up because it's based on a 200-year-old book. So right, it has the the source material
1: is kind of stands. I guess yeah. I guess even in the DComs when we watch DComs, because they're not really there's no sex, there's no like dating is like not really a thing. There's barely kissing, all of all of that kind of thing. Like how there ends up being a whole plot linchpin about um. Alex's virginity, Ooh, like yep. all of that kind of yikes stuff, is like we don't deal with that in DCOMs. The you know the we deal with thing like thing
0: was yeah. rough. Like
1: yeah. she literally
0: said, "Yes, I'm a virgin. I have morals here." Yeah, like, I know. Fuck
1: off. I know. <laughs> I know. And then it's funny because that whole conversation ends up being about like that. Okay, so H- Haley thinks that Alex has had probably been sleeping with her boyfriend because they're literally making out in every scene. So it seems like they maybe would be sexually active. I don't know. You know, you can... Doesn't I really... mean, maybe, but at
0: the same time, like, that's pretty standard for teenagers to just be making out all the time. Oh, and absolutely. Not, and not necessarily doing any more. Like... Yeah, I'm
1: sorry, you're right. But it's like... As someone who is, I'm sorry, it from Haley's perspective, because right. she's never had a boyfriend, she doesn't really, like, know, you She would you just know. assume. She would just assume. And also because Alex does, like, go out of her way to dress in a, I don't know if she thinks it's provocative, but she, yeah. she, you know, wears a lot of crop tops. So she just assumes. And there's no point made about that assumption. The point made about the assumption is that Haley is like, I would never you know, sleep yeah, that, with your boyfriend. Really... And it's like, good! Like, I'm not going to give you a gold star for that. Like, that would be crazy <laughs> if you did that. Um, yeah, that was like...
0: I mean, also because Alex is meant to be like 18. So it's kind of like, who, who cares if she's sleeping with her boyfriend? Like- oh,
1: I mean... Yes, you, oh, I mean, mean the nineties politics. Haley... This that is just one of the many nineties politics. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, yeah.
0: honestly, th- going back to Clueless, that's a big thing in Clueless as well. That Cher is a virgin, right? All, it is. Like, yeah, and they all like shame her.
1: Yeah, and in that yeah. movie, and she's which fifteen. Feel, right? She's only
0: fifteen. I think she maybe turned sixteen. And yeah. they're all talking about sex all the time. Like all yeah. of them have had it. And I'm like, you are children. Yeah, like. Yeah. Like, it is not... It should not be okay for you to have had sex already by the time you're 15. <laughs> like...
1: Yeah, and, and that's like, not... like, a
0: lot. Like...
1: I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's standard that, that that is what happened at that yeah. age. I do... I don't know if that was I I don't know if that was a 90s thing. I think there's... I would say that in this movie, there's commentary in many ways on on this thing that was happening with, like, boomer... Generation parents who were raising Gen X, mm-hmm. um, or like late, like I guess maybe like early millennial, like right on the cusp of millennial kids because it would have been approaching the millennium, and yeah, you know, you had kids who were in like early high school about the time of the millennium. And they were, like, these generational differences because kids were starting to go online. They were starting to have phones in their room. um, You know, we were starting to have cell phones. And I think the the generational gap was, like, widening. And so that's why they, of all of the stereotypes of parents you could have, they went out of their way to have these two parents who are psychologists who are supposed to be... I think at that time, psychology was still like for like if you saw a therapist or what they used to call an analyst, you were really high strung, and you 100%. were percent yeah. Was,
0: it was still very much stigmatized, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah. The the parents. I will say though, the parents storyline I did find funny. Uh with their... Mm-hmm. Uh, s- how they, s- they started out, and they're like, because they're both psychologists, they're like, we need to approach this differently. So let's just go completely hands-off. We're not going to have any rules for them. And then... They, <laughs> they kept thinking... The way that they kept thinking that it was their approach that was changing things was was pretty funny, like, right? Uh, yeah, I'll give them that.
1: But I think, yes, like yeah, the... I think that it works because those th- characters are played really likably and like not too like um, with their heads up their ass and like mm. very concerned about their daughters. Um, like, but it's they're very... also
0: not like super strict
1: or of a bear totally thing. Yes. Like to yes. begin
0: with, so going hands off was. Not that much of a difference,
1: yeah, yeah, And the way that they're like interested and concerned, um like like when um Haley and Alex are talking about Alex's hickey, uh or I guess mm. it's Haley's hickey, it's hard to talk about these characters, um, but the hickey that one of them gets, and the dad is standing outside the kitchen door, and he's like, it sounds like Alex has a hickey, and Haley finds it distasteful, you know, like <laughs> cute little moments like that that are are endearing um but i do think that overall there is like i think you could lump that with the commentary that was being made at the time that like maybe psychologists don't really know anything and they're just making it up because (laughs) they actually aren't that like they're not actually that smart or like the idea that like actually your parenting instincts the strict parenting instincts that were that were instilled in you by your boomer parents are actually right. And anything you do, all of this hippie dippy trying to get your kids to like feel for themselves. That's actually bullshit. But I actually, I don't actually know what the movie thinks. I don't think that the movie necessar- necessarily thinks that what the parents did. I don't think that they think it's wrong, but they, um, I do think that the movie is making commentary that like if the parents had been stricter they would have uncovered the truth faster and so that right. so that when by by the end you know the last like kind of like beat one of the last beats is when she's like are you ready to write that book cuz they're so pleased with themselves about how the <laughs> sisters are getting along which is a really funny moment but it's like okay they're none the wiser and they think that they solved this problem when really it was the kids solving it so I do think there's still some like slightly disparaging commentary in the movie on uh, psychology basically (laughs) I I would agree yeah I bet it's
0: yeah and as as we know like Boomer parents absolutely grew up with a lot stricter like rules and so that's because basically the only way that you know how to parent is however your parents parented you right so to them it would be like why are these you know yeah like we have to be more restrictive to get these kids to do what we want which is not really how it works but
1: right (laughs) right
0: yeah like, well, were, they
1: were people were like figuring that out at that time, like the the idea that like not telling your kids exactly what to do, but like let them have an identity yeah. was novel. And this movie is kind of like, yeah, it's kind of bullshit to think that, but but the parents are like working that out. In, well, I in feel the movie. like
0: um, I feel like kids that grew up like were teenagers in the nineties. And I'm interested to hear what you think about this, Lizzie, but probably the last sort of generation before uh, kids started getting along better with their parents, Mm, mm -hmm. like, because I feel like, um, I mean, not everyone that I know, but a lot more people that I know that are sort of in our age group get along pretty well with their parents, Mm -hmm. like, um, which was not the case sort of if you were a teenager any time before like 2000 i feel um mm. that you were much more likely to really clash with your parents and their world view and everything mhm whereas yeah. that's kind of eased up a bit to like like, yeah. like like i think i think you're the same but like i get along very well with my parents you know um it's not like, this wouldn't have been an issue with us because we would have just talked like normal people, you know? Like... Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like... I do, I do think, I do attribute that to the remnants of, like, the, the, the post-war, like, all of that mm-hmm. and, like, how those people, how... Really, before, like, modern... Before we were, like, people were writing books on, like, hey, did you know that if you, like, raise your kids in a way that's, like, harmful, it may be detrimental like like yeah for life and that was just like kind of new information and And they uh, may hate you yeah (laughs) and they might they might never speak to you and it may cause like and it may like cause like crime rates to go up and stuff like Mm -hmm, if you don't you know mm -hmm.
0: you're
1: did you know that like uh whether your kid is in jail or not may have to do with how you raise them like yeah like new information (laughs) um I do yeah I think that there there's a uh there is a different kind of parent in, I would say, starting in like mid early two thousands. Yeah, like though, like the parents that you see in movies, and there's the the dynamic between the child, like the child slash teenager lead of many movies, and the parents. Uh, and the, their parents, like, change. I think, I don't know why I just jumped to this, but I think Easy A, which came out in, like, circa 2005, I would say. No, it was 2009, 2010. Was it? So it was much yeah. later. Oh, okay. Um, well, I was just thinking, like, that. I remember, like, those parents are, like, a really lovely, refreshing, different mm-hmm. kind of parent. Um, and it's because it's, like, this exact dynamic that actually we're seeing in this movie which is like what ha- what do you do when your child starts like acting even in like, a way you don't understand
0: um, even like the parents in mean girls which actually mm, we, yeah we need, we need to touch on the popular girls in this uh school having rules mm-hmm. that you violate and mm-hmm. they literally mm-hmm. are like you can't sit with us because you violated the rules they did yeah i was like so tina Fey has seen this movie i think um, <laughs> but, yeah but like the parents in mean girls are quite similar as well in that they're very like loving and encouraging and they want what's best for their daughter and they only sort of change tactics when she's really going off the rails which totally which in that case is like totally fair. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she put her vase under the the fertility vase under the under the sink, <laughs> yeah, which it's is like the worst her- thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's that and then she's getting
0: like bad grades and it's yeah. it's just yeah. that her behavior has like really like yeah. drastically changed
1: so as a parent you would be concerned like, Oh my god yeah no she's acting really yeah you totally would be you'd be like do we need to take you to a doctor like what's like what's going, what's on? going on what has happened
0: you've just mm-hmm. suddenly shifted to a completely different person like...
1: Mean Girls is a really really good example of exactly what I'm talking about which is like mm-hmm. that gap is like there it, if that movie had been made at a different time by a different person um it would have been like the parents just don't get me. Like they just don't know what I'm going through, even though. Yeah. You know or, they. Or yeah. It would have whatever. been the other
0: way where it would have been like her parents are so weird and like. Yeah, that's a good point. You shouldn't parent like this sort of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Like, is this a homeschooling thing? Like, they're so weird. And-
1: yeah. Yeah. But luckily, we luckily we dodged all of those bullets. But th- <laughs> this movie is is like kind of a. A fairly palatable example of that that kind of parent which is yeah a 90s type of like yeah. your your dad just doesn't get you and you're you know just you're just never gonna under they're just never gonna understand you or they're never gonna be <laughs> able to talk to you in a way that is meaningful to you And then I think also I want to talk about the Mean Girls at lunch, but I was gonna say it's there though that parenting style is then juxtaposed with the principal, Mm -hmm. um, because they there's like direct commentary made on it how the principal who's this like stern matriarchal figure is like once she understands that the parents are trying to do this hands off parenting approach she like really pities. There's a joke obviously how she then pities the two girls, but. I don't. That's obviously funny and some commentary on like, yeah, what what would your parents yeah, the, think about how you're parenting your kids if you're doing a a hands off parenting approach? They would think that you were crazy, right? Yeah, that, right. Yeah
0: the the principal was an interesting character because it seemed like she was like an ex cop, and she was may, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. even more than that, like an ex like. Police chief or something. Mm,
1: um Yeah. I, I'll have to go back through when they like pan over all of her trophies and yeah. and like photographs.
0: But that was just so like what a pivot in your career. Like I just don't <laughs> see I just don't see that happening. Where is your education background? Right. Like you don't just walk into a principal gig. You have you, to have like years do. of teaching.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And um,
1: although yeah, I say and-
0: that, but I'm pretty sure that the principal of my high school had never taught anyone in her life.
1: So a lot of principals <laughs> don't ever have to teach. That is true. Really? Yes. No, they don't have to. Because if you just go straight in academia, like you, you really don't have to have ever like really been in a classroom by yourself. That's
0: probably why our principal was pretty terrible.
1: So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of ad a lot of administrators in public school systems have like almost never been in classrooms, which is why there's such a gap between like <laughs> the admin and the actual so, so they
0: have no they don't have any connection to the children or like how to deal with them or talk to them. Like, right. Right. Or what the, their needs are. Yes.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> the academics is, you know, they're Really interested in like numbers and statistics, but uh, less so yes, in the academics kids.
0: at high school. Such such an academic
1: place, right, or like middle school, or or, elementary or middle school, school even yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> well, in in America, we're constantly worried about. Well, we were anyway. Things are different now, but certainly my whole time was like everything that I did was geared toward getting into college. So there was this huge push towards like you know that's why we have no child left behind and we have all these like we're gonna standardize test the hell out of you guys so that you have the best chance of success even though it we didn't we now we didn't have to do as much like standardized testing we
0: did some stuff like that but they don't really start pushing you sort of to think about um well it's university in australia right uh, until kind of like tenth grade, yeah. It's that like sophomore year for That's you guys, exactly right. yeah. And mm-hmm. even then, it's just that you can start taking some classes then. But really, it's just the last two years of high school are the only thing that matters, yeah. And you just yeah. you take some exams, and they give you a score, and then you use that score to go to whatever university you want. So yeah,
1: it seems pretty straightforward. It's it's yeah, we've, we've really <laughs> made it bizarre (laughs) but um yes so i can't remember why oh just about like the principal the principal and 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 parenting and whatnot, but yes, she no, she neces she. I, it is funny. It's is. I don't know if they meant to do it, but like, yeah. I mean, th- realistically, I don't know of anyone who is in law enforcement who pivoted to be in education, but no. they're uh, <laughs> trying to make a joke about how stern she is. She's so stern that apparently every single day somebody graffitis her door <laughs> with a different. I gotta
0: say, a-, a lot of the jokes of this movie did land for me. The mm-hmm. the graffiti mm-hmm. on the door did not. Uh, really? Okay, no, that one was like
1: not. I was not, like, "This bridge is... too far for <laughs> It
0: just it didn't escalate enough each time, so You're it right. wasn't funny. It was like the same thing like three or four times, and then they changed the door to the steel door. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. this would have been funnier if there had been escalations. But yes. and I think that was kind of a theme through the whole movie that a lot of the jokes were like very G rated, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. particularly like uh, what was it? Alex as Haley goes into the bathroom and writes on the wall, Haley is a wench?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Worst word she could have come up I with. I was
0: just like, a wench? Yeah. Like, I would, would anyone even care? Would anyone <laughs> even know what that meant? A like
1: wench. <laughs> like, like an old I'm
0: Germanic. Like, <laughs> if somebody had written in really big words like Emily is a wench on the wall. Also, they don't say. They just say Haley, and I'm like, are you telling me there is not another Haley in this entire
1: school? I think, no, no, no. I think it's, it's, it, they had their last name too. I promise.
0: Oh, no, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah, you it does say Haley
1: Wheaton. Wheaton, that's, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, And that's yes. why she's able to cross out her own name. And put Alexia. Yeah, yes. Right, because, right. Okay, yeah. so I
0: take that back. But still. Oh, even still. I'm like, the if point. somebody wrote my name on The wall, and then said I was a wedge. I think everyone would
1: just be like, Okay, yeah, <laughs> I can't, yeah, I, yeah, uh, that was great. And it is the, the, the one joke, these aren't really jokes, but um, um, Danielle, oh my gosh, Harris is five feet tall, um, right. so she has to like, she stands on a trash can to write that, and then. Katherine Heigl can just lean over and write, it, which is like that, that wasn't planned. That's not even like a planned visual gag, but I just noticed that because it's quite funny. Well, it's um, funny
0: because because Daniel Harris is actually older than Katherine Heigl. Yes, and and was playing yes. the youngest sister, who's meant to be three years younger, I think. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I guess maybe she's short enough that they were like she could be the youngest sister, even I, though I know. she's older like. yeah
1: yeah I mean she does look she has a young look I guess she like, does she... I mean
0: both of them honestly you could have swapped around and I wouldn't yeah. have t- told the difference age-wise like mm-hmm. they they both looked pretty young like I was surprised actually that Alex, the Alex character was meant to be 18 because I thought that she was younger than that
1: yeah Um yeah totally I think yeah. they just want. I mean, yeah, you totally could swap them out. I mean, and she like gla- they can you can glam up Danielle Harris like as much as you want. It's just that Katherine Heigl has those like long legs, and she can like right. she does have like a model's kind of like. Well, I think poise. she is
0: or was a model. Um,
1: I I mean, she I don't has know to. if she
0: was at this time, but that yeah. seems to be what she has down at some point in her career. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I gotta say, like. Yeah, Daniel Harris. This this movie had one of those really frustrating ones, which is I feel like a theme of 90s sort of rom-coms and teen movies and stuff of like the the whole basically you'd be cute if you tried harder yep. kind of thing and then you yep. look at her and I'm like this girl is already stunning like mm-hmm. with without changing anything.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Which is there's so many movies, particularly from the '90s, that are like that. Like, yep. I mean, Clueless is another one that has a theme like that, where Brittany yep. Murphy, like, already looks incredible before they give her the makeover. Like, yeah.
1: And then I know, and yeah. then and then at the end, it's like they found a little bit of both. I think is what they're trying to tell you. Like, she's a little bit glam, yeah. but she's also a little bit less. You know, she's also she's beautiful on the inside but also on the outside but also yeah and then alex is
0: a bit nicer i guess and gonna try harder at studies it's yeah it's pretty unclear <laughs>
1: <laughs> the stakes what?
0: are well she yeah she has to the stakes she has to... have never been lower she has but... to get a
1: this last semester to get into college is we know that that's which... the stakes which uh... is just
0: wild to me like yeah, I know. <laughs> Her grades are so bad. I'm like how yeah. are you getting into any college?
1: <laughs> I mean, you can get into college just not like you can get to community college probably, but she wants to go to a fake college called Farber. Um, I, I think, think it was Felder. Felder. Yes, thank you. Um shoot, what was I going to say? Um oh, but I do like how like i you know, two-thirds slash three-fourths of the way through the movie when the girls decide like, okay, we're gonna do one more day as each other, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like three-fourths of the way through. And um the thing that Ale- that mm, thing that Alex is gonna help Haley with is get is getting a boyfriend because that's the thing that she wants more than anything in the world. And it's like at the end of the day, this is like for both of them, just about boys, like yeah, <laughs> and there's they're not even pretending for it to be about anything else. I just thought that was like so that was very like nine not to beat a dead horse, but like that's not something that you would see even in like early two thousands. There'd be like another dimension of this, which is like it's about friendship, it's about finding your identity, like yeah, in a way that like, doesn't have to do with other people. It has to do with like what you want, like even in fucking high school musical you know there's I mean it is about like love but it's also about the science fair or whatever (laughs) I don't know yeah (laughs) like I guess it kind of
0: it missed the it missed the sort of point of a body swap movie I think like obviously thinking of freaky friday yes where it's like the point is that you go and you literally walk in that person's shoes and realize that their life isn't what you thought it was and I just didn't feel like I got that? Yeah, that's a good point. Cuz they spent so much time just like trying to fuck up each other's lives mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. there w- there was no like, "Oh, I I understand now that Haley has been having a tough time, you know, socially or something." And then, "Oh, I understand now that Alex is having a tough time because she you know, she doesn't like her friends or or she's right. she's got a fucking eating disorder or something." Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there's they they didn't have that dimension that would have made it much more satisfying. Totally, like, yeah. If, if it was like we've actually learnt about each other's struggles that we didn't know before, right? Um, yeah, th- there wasn't really any of that much, like a, like a tiny bit, but not not enough. Um, yeah,
1: agreed. I mean, when 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 um when. Uh, When Haley, Alex's Haley, does her like confession where she confesses that she also did the wish and that's Mm -hmm. like why it happened. And she I think Danielle Harris does a really nice job with that like monologue where she's like, I looked up at you and you're so adventurous and smart. And I was like about to break up with this boy for a stupid reason. Like, I just wish I was you. I was like, oh, yeah. I like I mean, it doesn't make up for how little we get but yeah. i was like okay they're like trying they they wanted to do this like payoff of the the reveal being that she also wished for i guess her it sister. also didn't
0: it also didn't really work because alex like alex as haley like yes she says later on that she also wished but Then the entire time up until that point, she had been acting as if this was the worst thing that could ever have happened. Absolutely, which they don't address at all. So it was like, if you wanted to be her, then why have you just been freaking out and
1: not doing
0: any, like, not taking advantage of that the whole
1: time? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't. Didn't really or like acknowledge work. that that's not what you like actually you thought you wanted it, but you didn't want it or whatever. Like just acknowledge yeah. that it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Crap. I was going to say, oh, the other thing that to your point about like kind of why the body swap of it falls flat is that when you make it about boys and when you make both girls want having Boy, well, it doesn't even have to be, but because they've done that, so what Catherine Heigl teaches Daniel Harris's character is that if you act more like me, you'll get what you want, right? Instead, yeah. which is like that's the that's the actual opposite of what the body swap should be. The body swap yes. should be like you have intrinsic value, and it's yes. different than my value. Instead, it becomes like. You'll get boys if you lean over a desk and let them give you a back massage, which is something that right. I would do. Um Yeah, exactly. So it's that not... doesn't work at all.
0: Yeah, it just it just doesn't hit it just doesn't hit those emotional beats, I guess. That's no. sort yeah. of a problem. And also like, did you find I felt this movie was so slow. Yeah. Like Yeah. Like, it was halfway through, and I think I paused it for something, and I was like, we're only halfway through? I feel mm-hmm. like I've been watching this movie for
1: hours. I actually did that at the 30-minute mark. I was at like, the holy shit. Mark. How is that possible? Like, what is going to happen in the middle of this movie <laughs> if we're only 30 minutes in? I, same thing. Yeah. And I, I think it's because there's not really a beginning. Like... The beginning is so truncated and they wanna to get to the fun and games. Yeah, but... you're right.
0: They they go really quickly to the body swap. Yeah. So we yeah. don't really get much time to actually develop either of the characters or their like I also feel like there maybe wasn't much developed about their relationship with each other. Right, right. Like how yeah. how do they kind of interact and feel about each other there was a little bit but
1: not not much so I mean you just like like it's basic it's the problem that they did is they set up um instead of like two characters who are equally like matched in annoyingness which is what Lindsay Mm -hmm. Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis it's like okay they don't see eye to eye what they did was they made Katherine Heigl's character such a bitch that she's really hard
0: in my opinion
1: yeah and that she's really like difficult to watch and you feel really bad for danielle harris's character so when they swap and we're watching katherine heigl as danielle harris you're like it's really delightful and it's like delightful to see danielle harris like like throw fit i gotta say
0: danielle harris acted like she was on another level to Catherine Heigl. Like, yeah, she, she was out acting her at every moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she really, I did think it was a lot of fun when they when they swapped. And I think I yeah. do think the movie was like, okay, it's gonna be fun when we swap. So we got to get through the first like ten. I think Act One was like all of ten minutes long. Yeah, to be honest, hundred percent, like ten to twelve minutes, which is which why, is-
0: like forty minutes in, I was like, shouldn't we be heading? towards the end of the movie now yeah, and, exactly. and we're not even close
1: exactly and it's just like the whole middle there's I, f- I actually kind of feel like there's like four acts to this because mm. there's like act I one I mean that
0: could be because it is a TV movie so yeah. they
1: might be breaking it up into four for ad breaks mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's why it felt kind of long because yeah. your middle section is like twice as long as it should be kind of or like it probably has like 10 to 15 more minutes in the middle than you normally would. Yeah. Um, and you've got, like, quite a long resolution, which is good. Like, the characters start working together, you know, 30 minutes, you know, 25 minutes from the end. Which yeah. is, like, that's quite a long, you know, act I know that's like an average kind of act um act 3 length for an hour and a half long movie but with this movie it feels it feels long because yeah. you've um you have kind of two resolutions you have the resolution where they decide to work together uh or you know work together yeah. basically and then the resolution then, where
0: they actually swap back
1: Exactly and yeah. then you have to do the finale and it's just there's just not a lot of Dy- dynamism because you, yeah. ki- you kind of you haven't set up really really developed characters it's like katherine Heigel's character sucks danielle harris character is like an underdog and i think you're i think you're 100 right though like it would have worked a lot better if
0: there was something obnoxious about Haley mm-hmm. as so that yep. there were both sides I, and there was but they set up the obnoxious parts of Haley after the swap which yeah yes good which point is why it didn't really work because that was the whole like she kept you know asking the teacher if if he thinks she's the best student and all that kind of stuff and it's like okay we needed to see a lot more of that before right. the swap so then yeah yeah they need to be equally frustrating so yeah that when they swap it's it's just more interesting and that it's not, yeah, they weren't,
1: they weren't on equal footing, as you said, like, right. so. They literally, like, because Haley, there's nothing to her, basically, like, yeah. they literally just have her go home from school. Like, what's she going to do? What's her, you know, what yeah. is she going to do? What are we going to watch her do? Well, she, you she know. Goes and she goes
0: home. She then... goes home and she's a
1: bitch to <laughs> she, to the neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. like and she eats, and she of course she like eats a bunch of food because she's been starving herself, and she wants to like wreck her yeah. sister's body, or she doesn't want to, whatever. I think she's
0: just honestly, it. She just has an eating disorder, so she's, she's just like, hungry. because yeah. because I I suspect that the implication was that Haley normally eats stuff like that, maybe not that much, but right, normally but Haley eats not eat like diet food. So, yeah. So she yeah. was just binging. Um,
1: right. Yeah, which,
0: that's which is actually a a plot line in Freaky Friday now. That I think about it, but is it? Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, like so. So when they swap, so when she's in Lindsay Lohan's body, she starts just mm-hmm. like eating fries all the time because she's oh, I like forgot. she's like I can eat fries again. Like <laughs>
1: oh right okay yeah
0: yeah but st- <laughs> yeah that it was. Funny. She she pretends to be sick to get out of a test, and then goes home and just like basically has a little spa day for herself and just eats a lot of ice cream, right? Um, Which I guess was also facilitated because the mom was doing the hands off thing. So was her hands off off was basically just to say yes to everything. And I'm like, well, that's a different definition than being hands off.
1: Hands off, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but I do, yeah, I think that one of the reasons I did that is because it's like, there's nowhere you can go with that character because she has, yeah. a, there's nothing to her. So just send her home. And like, she's only dynamic when she's with her sister. Whereas...
0: Yeah. And that also added to the thing of Alex, like Alex's motivation for wanting to swap not really working because if she wanted to be Haley, then why did she just go home and, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like, could not really do anything, whereas Haley and Alex's body was like, great, I'm here, I'm going to go find Kyle, like, I'm going to do all these things I've wanted to do.
1: Yeah, totally. I really wish they would have acknowledged it, like, not only, I think you have to, like, change your finale, but the finale is, like, I wanted to be you, but it ended up being totally different than what I thought, because the whole thing about... It doesn't make any sense that she would ever want to be your sister. It doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. it feels like something that was added at the last minute to the script to really give it more like pathos that, and to really that bring Alex, the sisters together. Alex wouldn't
0: want to be Haley, or I'm sorry, or the, whatever, or the that, other way around. Alex,
1: yeah, it doesn't make any sense that Alex would want to be Haley. Like, right? Like,
0: okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah. So. I that to me as someone who has written scripts, I think you might agree with me. That felt to me like something that someone pitched at, and they were like, "Oh my god, that's so good," but like it doesn't really fit. It there no, they wanted to like add that a twist. Just,
0: just isn't thinking about other people. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: and she's definitely not thinking about. Yeah, exactly. She's not thinking about other people, and she's she might be miserable in that moment, but I don't think that she would be miserable enough to like, legitimately. It, it it creates such a lovely moment with her at the end of the movie where she's like i looked up yeah. at my you know that whole thing I look, she's brave but it's like i don't think you haven't they didn't present haley alex they didn't present alex as someone who could even have those thoughts to me at, yeah. at the beginning of the movie. Like, she's not someone who ever has ever had a nice thought about her sister no, in up her until,
0: life. Up until the swap, all that we got from her was basically like, she really hates her sister and <laughs> she's got this hot boyfriend and doesn't like that her sister was embarrassing her in front of him, even though he didn't care at all. Yeah, like, um, totally. Can we can we talk for a second about Kyle?
1: Because... Is that his name?
0: <laughs> that's his name, okay. Kyle. Sure. I felt really bad for this kid, because he was just the nicest, sweetest kid, Mm -hmm. like, really liked her, and Mm -hmm. both versions of Alex really fucked him around. (laughs) 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 Um.
1: I know, he's really, like, I I was, like, expecting Kyle to have more of like a a role but he's really just collateral damage <laughs> like, yeah, like, just like totally so, along for the ride so
0: Alex broke up with him it sounds like broke up with him by saying some really mean things apparently um, mm-hmm. and then so then Haley, as Alex gets him to take her back and then proceeds to kind of be a dick like yeah Like, maybe not as much as the previous Alex would have been, but like the bit where he, when he says, I love you, and she pretty much responds like it's the worst thing she could ever have heard. And, uh, (laughs) well, and and that is,
1: that to give context, it's because she feels guilty and she wants him to say that to Alex as Alex. Haley doesn't want yeah. it to be that he's telling Which, her that as Haley.
0: I got that, but the way that she went about handling that situation- She handles just, it
1: terribly, Yeah, Just
0: made him feel like absolute shit. Because, right. Yeah, because she's like, I want you to tell me that again at the dance, but pretend like it's the first time you've told me,
1: and then yeah. she leaves,
0: and he's like- it was the first time
1: I yeah, told anyone. like, really hurt. Yeah, Yeah, and yeah. then he
0: walks outside and sees her talking to the the kid from next door and giving him a ride. Mm-hmm. And he, like, confronts her about it later, and she doesn't say anything. And I'm just like, you should you should have said, like, oh, he's just the guy from next door. I'm actually trying to hook him up with my sister.
1: Yeah, anything. Any. I just have any- said
0: anything but yeah. also, yeah, she should not have shot him down basically and then gone and given another dude a ride home. Yeah. Like <laughs> it,
1: doesn't,
0: it doesn't look great.
1: <laughs> I felt kinda yeah, I felt kinda weird about it. I was like, I see why this, you know, it's it to me it's that like really easy thing uh that is that happens in films where it's like these characters just aren't communicating with each other and this whole yeah. thing would be cleared up if 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 there would be a little bit more communication. It's not quite as easy as that, but I was like, okay, this is like an easy way to add drama to this movie. Like, But it's also like
0: movies, like especially teen movies, no one in a teen movie ever talks quite as stupidly as teens actually do. Mm -hmm. Like, if you know what Mm -hmm. I mean, like they're always just a little bit smarter, a little bit better presented with the way that they speak, because it's a movie, of course. So... Mm -hmm. This, it was just like... And especially because Haley has been presented to us the whole time as the one that sort of has more empathy, I think, or, like, more, like, cares about other people more. Mm -hmm. And and she has been in love with Kyle this whole time. So for her, I mean, it's nice that she realized that he should actually be with Alex, the real Alex, but Mm -hmm. it was still just like, you've just... You've just broken this boy's
1: heart. Mm-hmm.
0: He's he's so nice to you.
1: Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I feel like that's uh something that was like done on per like. That was like a decision to make it like that, or if it's kind of like a failure of the script to like mm. not have the character hand. I could I can't tell you to be honest if that is an in character decision that she made because you are right that character has traditionally like made good decisions about yeah um, about feelings and she's tuned into how people feel. Um, so I don't I don't really. I don't know, but I agree that that is. I agree that Kyle goes through a lot more than his fair share. He does. Absolutely, and he really is just a really sweet. Like we very rarely come across these guys who actually feel like. I feel like both that he's he's a very sweet guy, but he also isn't like super unidimensional. Like I I actually
0: believe that he
1: could be a character in a movie. Yeah, he felt
0: like a real person, but Mm -hmm. just one that is like. Generally nice and kind,
1: yeah. Like like yeah. when
0: at the start of the movie, when Alex was really annoyed at how Haley was, uh, acting at that dinner because Haley was obviously fawning over Kyle and didn't know how to act and stuff. You know, Alex was the one that was kind of basically like stop being weird, and Kyle was just like, no, it's fine, I don't care. Yeah, like, totally. He was just like, yeah, it's just your sister, whatever. Like, yeah, who cares? You know. Basically, yeah. what I'm saying is, I would be proud to have Kyle as my son. <laughs> 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 or if, or if my, if one of my kids wanted to date Kyle, I would be like, "Yeah, that's a good kid. Go ahead." Mm-hmm. Like, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, we haven't talked about the friends. Okay. Yes. So we have. Let me see if they have names. Ooh, I think they do. Well,
0: definitely Haley's friend does. Although I can't remember what her name is. I'm seeing.
1: Kazumi. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Kazumi, Tali, and Sabrina. Those are all Alexia's friends. Kazumi? On Wikipedia. Kazumi. It looks like a it looks like a I hate to say this. It looks like a fake Japanese name. Yep,
0: it, it sure does. I mean, maybe um, I'm wrong
1: about that. Maybe that's a real but none none of them were Japanese to my No. Knowledge. That is
0: that is a very White
1: Kazumi. woman playing
0: playing that role.
1: Yeah, okay, is Kazumi is ja- a name. Jackie
0: Gray, I think?
1: Yeah. It looks like Jacques. It looks like ja- <laughs> Jacques. Jacques. Gray. But, uh, but I do think it's Jackie. I think okay, it's I'm, Jackie. I, It looks like Kazumi is a name, Um, but it may just be Kazumi... It's a very strange choice, regardless, for a character that I
0: don't think we ever get introduced to by name. But
1: no, no, absolutely
0: not. <laughs> but and yeah, it's like so a,
1: yeah, uh, it, it is a weird choice. It's like maybe, maybe she was named after someone, <laughs> someone very dear, maybe to the screenwriters.
0: <laughs> so, so that's so Alex's friends are Kazumi, Tally, and Sabrina, and then yeah. Haley's friend is Caitlin.
1: Okay, right. Right. Um, yeah. Yes. And they are three. One of them is blonde. <laughs> Two of them have long, darker hair. Uh, they are yeah, fairly just, interchangeable ladies.
0: They're just your classic, like, you know, popular girls, heathers, that sort of thing. Like, what?
1: Let's see if we can remember their rules. I think there may only be nine rules, but I don't I, think we know all of them.
0: I noted a couple.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So, so one, one was, which I just thought insane, was mm-hmm. you have to shave your legs every day.
1: Doesn't make any sense. I was Doesn't like, every day? day? Every day. <laughs> and apparently one of them had stubble and was made fun of. I don't know who it was. But like, do you remember I, the very first thing? She's like, Is that stubble? <laughs> I'm like, Are you are you touching her legs? Like Yeah, how can you even see? <laughs> I'm
0: like Yeah. Mm. Like I, I went to an old girl school and I don't remember anyone ever commenting on other people's legs, whether they were shaved or not. Yeah. But- but every day, like even if you're a, a particularly hairy person, I feel like it's not going to grow back that quickly. No, there's no re- everydays.
1: <laughs> you're just shaving your dry skin. It's, it's you're not just like de moisturizing. Yeah. yeah. Like, exactly.
0: I like hair doesn't so, grow that fast. Like, no, come on. not at all.
1: So, okay, yeah. So you shave every day. What else did you? Well, then. Um-
0: act superior is their number one rule (laughs) and then I believe it was number nine was best friends forever
1: right number nine was best friends forever the only one that matters
0: (laughs) I think I think those are the only ones I noted down Okay. Um, I
1: don't know if there are numbers, but one of the rules is that they bring Diet Cokes to share. <laughs> <Everyone>. Oh, wait. <laughs> she said
0: violation of rule number four, which I think was referring to you can't wear an outfit two days in a row. Yes. Of course. Of yeah. course it was. Um. So I've got so like f- four, that's five... four or five out of, I think there was ten maybe. Uh huh. Um. Uh-huh.
1: um... Oh and then the the limit the limit rule about dating boys for oh, 3 months. Oh yes. You can only date a boy for 3 months, which that was weird. Like why? <laughs> I'm <sorry>. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> well, what was so weird about it was that one of them is like you know that that rule is to help us expand our experience with men. Like wh- what? <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> okay, what? she's she says that. She's like you know it's it, she they they ca- couched it not as a thing that's like men don't mean anything to us and we're showing how mu- little people mean to us by throwing kicking people to the curb after three months which that would make sense instead it's like we're we're it's a it's a professional development rule it's a rule for professional development wow. that you're we're learning about like how to have relationships with men by constantly cycling through by having
0: life. like like the bare minimum amount of time for you to even call it a relationship. <laughs> like,
1: exactly. Exactly. Like
0: although for, for in high school 3 months is a while, but mm-hmm. still over like even
1: still. Yeah.
0: That is just insane. Apparently. Do you think the, do you think the other girls also assumed that she wasn't a virgin?
1: Like Oh, that's a great question. I I sure one of the rules is about that. <laughs> you, I you, suspect you can't be a virgin yeah. You can't drive or you have and to be stay. a virgin. <laughs> you have to stay a virgin, maybe. Or maybe. I don't because know. Because apparently I mean... apparently in the world of the movie, if you are you you have to have you have to be a virgin to have morals. Well there and we I go. Would, I imagine that I mean, they're
0: this is, this movie is perhaps the first uh the first movie in the Disney Utah verse. So <laughs> Yes.
1: Um. That's that is correct yeah the (laughs) dcu the dcu if you will the (laughs) dc the disney Disney channel Channel utah 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 universe original movies okay (laughs) the dquam yeah you're right um
0: uh, so, it sure is. I mean, and you it, know the, yeah. the those Mormons they they have a different worldview
1: than other people. But <laughs> you know they do. The director ended up doing a movie about the director Mormons. is like you fully Mormon. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and then Catherine <laughs> Heigl also grew up Mormon. It sounds like. Wait, is and... she from Utah? Well, no, it doesn't look like it. But she got married in Utah, but not at a Mormon <laughs> church.
1: And Mm. it doesn't
0: seem like her or her husband are Mormon, so I'm like, why did you get married in Utah then?
1: Yeah, maybe it was a... Oh, yeah, she was raised...
0: So she was raised Mormon most of her life. Her parents converted a bit later, but... Okay, yeah. I don't know, maybe they live in Utah or something, but... Maybe so, yeah. But yeah. Well, yes, so So there's
1: there's an underlying Mormon... <laughs> uh, Mormon propaganda, perhaps. Um, what do you think about um Haley's like pseudo striptease at lunch? Do you have any thoughts Ooh. on that? That's the one thing from the movie that is seared into everyone's brains, <laughs> is that she does that.
0: I mean, uh, I guess my first thought was there is no way that she even made it to lunch wearing that outfit. Like, <laughs> like even true. even with the jacket. I'm just kind of like this feels like the school would have pulled her up on that. <laughs> and then and even it, so so say that they were okay with it with the jacket on and then she took that jacket on at lunch. It seemed like there were no teachers Anywhere in that Anywhere like, in
1: the vicinity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you even call that? Was that a cafeteria? This, yeah, this high school yes. this high school seemed to have just a giant conversation
1: pit in the middle of the
0: school. <laughs> like
1: I, I I always feel quite uh some cafeterias are weird. I will say that like the the high school cafeteria I went to was like weird like that. Like they it didn't have stairs. I've never seen anything quite like that before but it was like there were lots of different places to sit like different kinds of seating
0: it it almost seemed like it was sort of like meant to be a a theater in the round kind of place
1: i think that that could be exactly right like that yeah. high school may easily use that as also a theater cuz yeah it was like a it was like an amphitheater type yeah it seating. was like a
0: lot of big stairs steps basically going down to yeah. the floor but it yeah. was it was very strange. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> like, it was it was it um, was. But anyway, I'm like, are you telling me that there wasn't a single teacher in the vicinity of this area, so that she managed to get almost the whole way through the song before the principal showed up? Yeah, like I, I, I surely as soon as she took that jacket off, one of the teachers would have been like, "Okay, Haley, come come with me." Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, even for today's standards, what she was wearing was like a legit like dominate tricks
1: outfit <laughs> and I'm like no you can't wear that like so uh, this is the question that I have every clueless d- it uh, I like th- throw out the rules for but this takes place in Utah it could I mean I'm sorry it doesn't take place in Utah it was filmed in Utah it could take place anywhere right it's mm-hmm. Anywheresville USA in the mid 90s what By the time I was in school, there were really strict guidelines for specifically what girls could wear. Right. And I couldn't have worn what she wore to school in at any point. I mean, high school, it was different. They let us wear stuff. But I just wonder, like, could, did girls really wear, like, miniskirts and, like, crop tops? Like... The, a lot of the outfits that she wore would not have been, like, you couldn't right. have worn when I went to school. So I've, I have always wonder if that's, like, movie a movie magic thing or if that's,
0: I like, mean, maybe things were different. It's hard for us to know. Yeah. Um, my my experience was very different because we had a uniform. Uniform, yeah. But we did right. try to make that uniform as sort of skanky as you possibly could. It. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it was... <laughs> As you should, as is tradition. <laughs> it was mostly just you kept taking the hem up on your skirt. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that mm-hmm. was about the extent of what you could do. Um, yeah. But, uh, you didn't
1: tie your shirt like Britney Spears in the Baby One More Time video. No, that... Uh, probably uh, not. You, that you probably would not have, have been worked. allowed to do that.
0: Uh, <laughs> also, our shirts didn't really allow it because they were button-ups. Like it, it wouldn't have looked good in yeah. our particular school uniform, but... Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. Maybe, like, I feel like, though, yeah, I do wonder whether the crop tops were sort of allowed. This particular outfit, though, was something else. Like, it wasn't, it one. wasn't just a... Oh no. no, you
1: mean the dominatrix? The dominatrix. No, no, I'm sorry. Outfits. This yeah. is no. You're there's thinking no of, way like, Alex's
0: outfits generally yeah. were a lot of crop tops and miniskirts. Yeah, like all
1: the crop. Yeah, all the crop tops I saw in the movie. I was just. Yeah, I, that was just something I wondered. No, I'm sorry. The 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 dominatrix outfit is a t- completely different. Even even when she's like. Uh, when her dad's like, I remember you wore it, and it was just fine. And she's like, that was Halloween. I'm like, Jesus, you wore that on Halloween? <laughs> like- <laughs> what?
0: What character were
1: you? What like, character? Exactly.
0: What are just, you dressed up as? For, for those that haven't seen the movie, she's basically wearing a dress that is just strips of leather, like, mm-hmm. going across her
1: body. It's
0: it's extremely revealing, and it's it's just fully a dominatrix outfit. Like...
1: Yeah, she, and she's, she's wearing fishnet. She and even these has like a shoes. fucking um. Oh, horse she has a Whip, a whip. Yeah, yeah, crop, yeah. <laughs> the crop is what makes it. I the would crop say is the is crop like... actually takes it from like a regular weird outfit to a dominatrix. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's like
0: okay, <laughs> so yeah. you're planning on inflicting pain on people. That is yeah. classic BDSM like. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yeah. If you're seven. Um... 70- Old daughter dressed up like that for Halloween. I don't. I mean, again, I'm also in the. I'm also in the like. Kids need to have their own identities, like camp. But I would, I would be uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) But there's having an identity. That if my kid dressed up like that, I would be like, okay, what?
0: What is the thinking behind this costume? Why? Yeah. And if they, what's going on? If they didn't come up with a decent reason, I would be like, no.
1: Like you yeah,
0: got, you gotta do something else. What is this? Where did you get this? Like <laughs> where I, did you get? <laughs> and especially because ha- Haley is only fifteen, she's only meant to be fifteen. So yeah. so if it was Halloween last year, then what was she fourteen? Are you let her go out in that? Like are you fucking kidding me? <laughs>
1: I think no, it's Katherine Heigl's costume. Okay. Yeah. But Haley's wearing yeah. it. But Haley's wearing it because apparently sometimes they can wear the same clothes even though there's like a. Foot difference <laughs> between that. Yeah, they, them. they
0: would not be the same size no. at all. Like
1: <laughs> no, but yo, know, right, okay. so yeah, you I mean, your seventeen year old daughter. Do- I mean, sixteen or seventeen year old daughter wore that Still, last.
0: Still, presumably, just like I. And it's... That's, but yeah, it's like the the parents let it go, and then the school doesn't really seem to do anything about it, and.
1: Yeah, apparently, apparently, the principal is the only person who has any like ability or cares, I guess, because we see her with her science teacher and he's like, Hey, why are you being such so awful? <laughs> and she's like, Whatever, dude. And apparently, that doesn't get her sent to the office, her belligerence, yeah. which normally it would. Um, you'd get, you'd, Get a quick trip to the principal's office if you were supposed to make up a test and you were like they thought you were on it seems oh. like she's on drugs you know
0: the, the way that she is approaching that test like yeah immediately it would have been like alright well you've got detention like you're mm-hmm. you're not you're not taking this test seriously at all and you're actually being really condescending and like rude about it and
1: right and 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 that's not like her at all. She's like a star pupil. So yeah. Like,
0: so so it would be doubly like this. This behavior isn't acceptable, and it's really out of character for you. So something yeah, is up.
1: Like what, super concerning. 100%, yeah. Yeah.
0: Hundred percent. You would be like, what? What is going on? <laughs> like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but apparently, no. Apparently, nothing happens until the principal stumbles upon the. Chaos. I mean, that
0: honestly is a bit of a theme in a lot of movies, I feel, of just teachers true. appearing to not really, like, understand the kids that they teach. And I know mm-hmm. that that is not accurate to how teachers are at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 they... like somewhat, like, uh, insulting, it's, perhaps. Yeah. Like, it doesn't a take... <laughs> I mean, it seems like uh that teacher had been teaching Haley for quite some time, but it does not take long for a teacher to sort of figure out like what normal behavior is for each kid, yeah and, and be like something's up, you're acting weird, like
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's I was just thinking like what 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 do we still need to address um we've really hit the big plot points. So far, I mean, uh, I I was going to, I made a note about the, um, I've never seen this before. We did have, in my school, we had um, court warming, which is like homecoming, but for the winter with basketball. <laughs> um, and you, we, cra- so we did a homecoming queen and then you do a court warming king. That's how my school did it. Okay. Um, and it was all, cha- the reason why we did it is because it's all charity Based, and I've never heard of other schools doing that, but I'm very proud of my school that we did. Oh, okay.
0: So, so everybody raised money. It raised money. Okay.
1: Yeah, it raised money for different, like, nonprofits. Did did you you, like buy
0: tickets and stuff, and that went to a charity or?
1: Oh, actually, no. All the king candidates chose a charity, and then they would raise money throughout the month or the week. And then it didn't really have any bearing. It was still up to a vote, I think. Okay. Uh, But it was just like, if you didn't raise money, you look like kind of a piece of shit. (laughs) Like if you only raised 300 bucks or whatever.
0: (laughs) There's no greater Um, way of raising money for charity than by shaming people.
1: (laughs) As it turns out, yes. I was like, this is pretty smart. Like you definitely don't, you want to be in the middle of the pack or the top. You definitely don't want to be the person who raised like, uh, clearly just didn't even care about your like nonprofit. Um, But um, I liked that for their, they called it winter The winter festival, which, yeah, sure, whatever. Okay, yeah. So they did the same thing, but they had a queen. And um, I liked that they had, like, a Viking ship float and then boys dressed as Vikings to, like, help the (laughs) girls to their seat. Because I was confused about that. I was like, wait, what? But then I remembered we did a basketball, you know, our winter formal was basketball basketball it was about basketball um yeah, all, all we of had the same stuff type of thing is
0: just completely over my head i only know any of that stuff from movies and tv because we don't yeah. do any of that in australia
1: figured, so I figured it would be in helpful if I explained that part but what <laughs> I have never seen in my life is the is the float and the men dressed as the boys dressed as Vikings <laughs> that like help you and uh, um, the rest of it like tracked for me um it was pretty good yeah yeah uh and then there's a the dance at the end I mean this this movie really does hit I mean for for the crazy things it is it really hits a lot of tropes that we will see later uh, like ending at a dance um, yeah
0: you got your classic everything's building up to a dance everything ends yeah. at a dance they yeah. they get turned back to themselves just before the dance and then it's sort of the world is back to normal mm-hmm. at the dance um,
1: yeah yeah the, the idolization of like the boyfriend, I do see a lot of like Mean Girls parallel parallels in this. I do, I think which about does it. make
0: me wonder. Like, unless there's another movie that we're not familiar with that also has a lot of these tropes, right. the only sort of other thing I can think of that has kind of a Mean Girls vibe is kind of Heather's, but in a in a way different way, right? Just, just with the the popular girls like. Mm-hmm. But obviously that movie I guess has a, a lot of... completely different tone. Um, but...
1: I guess there are several movies that end at a dance. I think 10 Things I Hate About You ends at the dance. Um, yeah, and, and me- then um, 16 She's Candles all that.
0: has a dance, and mm-hmm. that's earlier.
1: Yeah. Um, So maybe we're maybe it's just my lack of like primary. She's all that,
0: but she's all that came out later. I think that was like ninety eight or ninety nine. Really, that's after this. Yeah, I
1: think that was a bit later. Um, Well, when is when is Ten Things I Hate About You from? That's
0: also later nineties, I think.
1: Well, Um, are we uncovering
0: a mystery about (laughs) yeah? Ten things I hate about you is nineteen ninety nine. Holy crap And she's all that was also nineteen ninety nine so
1: wow, okay,
0: but so she's what you're all that telling is, me she's all that she, is um is Pygmalion or my fair lady, it's the
1: same it's the it's taming t- of the shrew taming of the shrew, yes yeah There's so although many it yet. is Pygmalion I'm sorry, you're right i I don't disagree with you no <laughs> it, yeah it, um it ten things I Hate about so, you
0: is is taming of the shrew
1: oh i'm sorry i'm so sorry you're exactly right i'm so i misheard you i heard what i wanted to hear yes both of them are about women who need to be put in their place basically yeah (laughs) but she's all that is
0: is the pygmalion of they make a bet that he can or can't change her right like um right and then, t- yeah, Taming yeah, of the Yeah, super shrew. similar,
1: super similar. What
0: what really. is Taming of the
1: Shrew? Uh, like a, sh- like a- Kate, it's like Kate is, uh, is a sh- is a shrewish woman, and I do think there's like a bet to tame her to get her to marry. It's like and no no one could. Right, I do think she ha- she has a sister. I do think there is something about the sister not being able to marry until Kate marries.
0: Oh yes, you're you're right. It's the sister can't, I think, can't even date any boys unless Julia Stiles dates.
1: Oh yeah, in 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 Ten Things I Hate About You. Yes. yes, she can't she can't date an, unless uh, Julia Stiles dates. So they conspire to get her to date uh, yes. Heath Ledger. I can't remember now all the details.
0: I'm I'm reading it right now. So it's it's Joseph Gordon Levitt. Wants uh-huh. to date Bianca, who is Julia Stiles' sister,
1: mm-hmm. and to
0: get around the strict dating rules, he encourages Pete Ledger to date Kat, who is Julia Stiles. So that's mm-hmm. it. I need. Mean, yeah. I'm. I'm due for a rewatch on that one. Apparently, the Disney Plus version is heavily edited, though. So that's a shame. Ooh, um, boo! Yeah,
1: that's a. Sh- that oh. is a shame.
0: But. Uh, yeah, I mean you're right. There's a lot of like teen movie tropes that are are all here in this movie. So you do sort of wonder how many people watched this movie. It's said that when it re-aired on Disney Channel, it got like three and a half million viewers, which is pretty substantial for a like a basic cable yeah. airing of a movie. Like,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and it's not like she wasn't on... H- Katherine Heigl wasn't, like, a name, so it's not like... No, absolutely not. They weren't watching for her. I do think, yeah, I think it could have had more, especially especially knowing that the most seminal of the teen, like, the ones that we just talked about, came out after this, and that 96 yeah. was, like, actually early. Um... That's impressive. And I think you were right. It really does have the clueless aesthetic. They were like, we're going to do clueless, but we're going to do it a body swap. Oh, 100%. Like, that's exactly, exactly they, what they They said. saw how
0: popular clueless was, and, they, and the studio execs would just, like, make it, like, clueless. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Do it like, like they, that. Like, yeah, they probably pitched, we got a, like, a teen body swap movie, and they were like, if you can make it, like, clueless, you, we got it, like... Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think you're. Right. Yeah, I mean it. It, yeah. Uh, so yeah. By the end, it's like, uh, what's her name? They both look really beautiful. She makes up with her boyfriend, and uh, Haley gets to dance with Simon. And, uh... Who's the the uh, kid from next door? The kid from next door, and Alex gives Haley her crown, and it's very touching. Um, Yeah. She didn't didn't actually break the crown up, like I I was kind of expecting. uh, Which is another
0: (laughs) moment in Mean Girls, so... Yes,
1: exactly, but I did think that... Might be a secret Wish Upon a Star fan. I think we have good reason. I think we have, beyond a shadow of a doubt, or whatever they say in court, beyond reasonable doubt, that, Mm -hmm. uh... There's a there's a conspiracy of silence around Wish Upon a Star. <laughs> well, can you
0: ask the question, Keen? I guess the only question is, do we want this D?
1: I'm curious uh, if you want it.
0: I mean I didn't hate this, but
1: Good. There, there just, I'm glad I was worried.
0: <laughs> there are just so many better versions of this movie, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like That's that's for sure. Yeah.
0: Like, it wasn't, apart from being really slow, it wasn't, like, a struggle to watch. Um, mm-hmm. and, and there were some really funny bits. Like, I guess I want this D as much as uh, the joke with the science teacher where he's talking about Alex coming back to the science class or something. And he's like, um, you... Burned down my counter last year, and then they pan, and he's like, "We still haven't gotten it fixed." Yes, yeah, that is <laughs> funny.
1: It's like totally melted. Yeah, it's completely I was like, melted. "That
0: that may be the best joke in the whole movie." <laughs> so yeah. Like...
1: <laughs> so yes, absolutely. I want this D as much as this joke that was in the background. Um, so the principal is chewing out the sisters, because she saw Haley driving. You remember this yep, scene? Yep. They're in the parking lot getting chewed out. It. The shot is of the principal, but behind her, a car pulls into a spot because people are arriving for school, and she's chewing that. Okay, again, she's chewing them out specifically for uh-huh. how, what how illegal this was. A car pulls up, someone gets out of the driver's seat, goes around to the back, it's a station wagon, and opens the hatch, And like six people get out of the car. (laughs) And they were just sitting wow. in the back of the I <laughs> and completely they just missed that. It's so easy to miss. It's so easy to miss because of the way the shots framed. But, but that's it's that's a like- quality joke. <laughs> and then they all just walk in. And I was like, after that, I was watching for other like hidden stuff. There's nothing like that. That's the only time <laughs> that there's like a there's something that you like could easily miss.
0: There um, there were some really solid jokes in this movie. Um- yeah,
1: yeah. Certainly the count the count- is a really funny visual of like there's still yeah. even like beakers and stuff like melted yep. into the counter <laughs> like they haven't done anything with it for some reason it, even though it's like obviously a hazard that's it looks it looks really like funny. a volcano went yes. over this countertop yeah, it looks it does it looks <laughs> like molten it looks yeah. like it was molten yeah
0: um, uh Yeah, Yeah. I think, honestly, I think if Danielle Harris hadn't been in the movie, I would have felt very differently, because she really made it, like, it was so much better with her, because honestly, I'm not a big Katherine Heigl fan, I don't think she's Mm. that great, and she was kind of blah in this, like, it wasn't a wonderful
1: performance, um... I think she, I think, I wonder if she's purposely doing kind of an understated performance because she thought that, like, that's kind of the performance that she should give as that character. Because she really does. I mean, she's really, really hard to get behind. She's really Hmm. specific when she plays Alex at the beginning. So I can tell that she's doing a performance. You know what I mean? I can tell she has the chops to do it. I just think it may be too understated.
0: It just didn't have. The same kind of charisma that we were getting from Danielle, like
1: yeah, like they yeah. weren't
0: they weren't evenly matched.
1: Um, That's interesting. In, yeah,
0: in energy, and I think for something like this, yeah, which for better or for worse is kind of a buddy comedy, you really do mm-hmm. need them to be matched in whatever it is that they're doing. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. It just I think yeah, I think if Danielle Harris hadn't been there, I would have felt differently, but I did yeah. enjoy a lot of the side jokes. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah it's she just... is funny
1: and she does have a she does have a ton of energy in every scene. Like she really she never yeah. she never backs down from the from it. And she does her arc is really like when she becomes the nice Alex, like that's she doesn't she doesn't drop the energy. She like continues. I I, I do agree that she does like a particularly nice job
0: yeah um so yeah i mean at the end of the day it is a tv movie so it's not gonna be as good as some of those other movies that we mentioned that are actually like feature films but right right uh, good point but still it's just you know it it felt like it was trying to be one of those movies and it didn't quite hit it Um, sure
1: yeah yeah it did have like the attitude of a of a feature of a like a theatrical release yeah, yeah. whereas like the script can't possibly be like that. It wasn't, you know. It didn't it yeah. doesn't have the legs to make it work. But I'm glad you enjoyed it somewhat. I will, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> did it did it hold up for you? Um it it was a little more the 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 first half was rougher than I remembered. I remembered okay. it being more like easier to watch. It was just I, I was like really like like, okay, I wish I liked Katherine Heigl's character more. Like, I, I, again, mm-hmm. the the matchingness as far as, like, oh, I really don't like that character. And I feel like they're being really hard on her and making her seem really shallow and stupid and, like, fulfill all these, ster- these stereotypes about women that I don't like. And then I feel like they're giving Daniel Harris's character value because she's more, like well, I am a better person because I don't like makeup. It. it I was yeah. just, I didn't like that. I didn't like that they did that. Um. And so it was harder for me. But then they, once, once they swapped and especially like halfway through the swap, um. I guess during the war was when I was like, oh, okay, like this, uh, some things are happening now. And I did the politics. I still don't agree with, but at least there's like plot. I mean, the first 30 minutes yeah. for me were disappointing, I would say, but. I would agree. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's not a perfect movie, but I am glad we watched it. I I do think it it has moments that are still really nice. I would watch it again, not super soon, but I would watch it again. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess. Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah.
1: Well, so, that was lovely.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And email us at talkaboutthed at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or requests. Uh, we would love to hear from you. And rate and review us wherever you are currently listening to this podcast.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. And listen to us on DCOM Disaster.
0: Listen to us on DCOM Disaster. It's the Clubhouse episode for their March Madness bracket. So have a listen to that. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's been a pleasure as always. As always. All right. Goodbye.
1: Bye.